sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. And on this episode, I got to chop it up with basketball athlete, career consultant, Ariana Emanuel Wright. But before we begin, let's take a short break. Out of adversity and trauma, challenges and hardship, from the streets of Kansas City, a shoe company was born. Birth from the desire to serve others and provide high quality cleats and sneakers at an affordable price, we present to you, Ozell Brand. It's not just a brand, it's a lifestyle. Order now at ozellbrand.com. Good evening, Ari. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. Uh-oh. What, what was that? I'm sorry. My, uh, I think it's it was okay. just acting up. I said, good evening, Ari. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. Oh, yeah. Thank you for inviting me. I, I'm really happy to be here. Of course. No problem. So, Ari, tell me a little bit, a bit about yourself and what it was like growing up in Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. Um. So my name is Ariana Emmanuel Wright. Also go by Ari. Um. Pretty much, it's interesting because I was born in Manhattan, New York. Oh. But I don't count that because <laughs> I was only there for like a year. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. So my mom moved from there back to Jacksonville, pretty much where she lived a majority of her life. She lived Jacksonville and also Georgia, some parts of Georgia. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I'm a Jacksonville kid because that's where I grew up for, yeah, 17 years. Um, I graduated from high school from Jacksonville. It was like a college, well, middle school was like a college preparatory oh. and then high school was advanced. And so I feel like I was always that type to value education because <laughs> of like my family. And so my mom was a teacher. My grandma was a teacher. Granddad was a lawyer. And so, you know, that, you know, that combination, you know, definitely can't take education lightly. That's something that you can always have. And so it's something that I value, made sure I did really well in. That's why I went to a high school that took AP courses, all of those things. Um, and it definitely prepared me for college. And so I actually went to a junior college first in Gainesville, Florida, okay. um, it was called Santa Fe College. Um, and then I went to the University of North Florida in Jacksonville. And so I went back to my hometown to play my last two years there. And um, one thing, again, that education was very important to me. And I knew around my junior year, because I knew I wasn't, I didn't want to go overseas, but I wanted to gain like additional education, gain more of experience. Cause as a student athlete, like they're like, okay, you got a free education, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, you don't have any time. You're just pretty much on the court, you're sleeping and then putting more extra work so that you can make sure you do well in your craft. And so I, I knew then I wanted to like continue my education. So I got my master's degree um, in career counseling. And then now, you know, I'm still an athlete putting the work in, but also 
um, doing the career side too. Um, okay. And so, yeah, that's a little bit about myself. I hope that's that show. You. Okay. Yes, it yeah. does. So we'll definitely tap into all those aspects. But first, I would want to know um, where does the basketball come into the education? And yeah. when you hear the word student athlete, what does mm -hmm. that mean to you? Mm. I view it as not only are you doing what you have to do in the classroom, mm -hmm. you know, paying attention, making sure that you're setting that example for yourself, representing the school, the university, your coaches, but also you have to be in the classroom in terms of your basketball craft. Okay. And so you really have to study film. That's something that we, you know, definitely took seriously, um, studying ourselves, but also the other teams, but also learning the game because it's more than just putting the ball in the basket. Like it's a science to it. And so okay. that educational piece is very important. Um, and then I think just in terms of your character off the court, you want to be that representation. So not only on the court, not only in the classroom, but in life, you know, are you really a representation of how you want people to see you in the way that you communicate with people, the, the service that you give to people that don't have as many opportunities as you. And so when you are a student athlete, right. you're always learning, you're always evolving, preparing yourself for that next step. And so that you as a person are always growing. Right. So what made you pick up a basketball? Yeah, it's so funny because I was kind of talking about this with somebody else, but um, <laughs> it's That's it, always best. <laughs> basically in fifth grade. So um, I was always the type, I love being outside because that's just how I grew up. Um, so I was born in 97. I, I consider myself, yeah, 90s baby. Um, and it was an interesting time because like late 90s, early 2000s, we still had the, the dial up internet and all those things. And so, Ooh. you know, <laughs> I, I feel like I didn't watch TV as much. Like I wasn't always in the house. Like I was always outside, whether that be riding my bike um, with my mom, um, just doing creative things, especially outside playing with friends, being with your neighbors. I feel like people don't really do that anymore. And so, I think in terms of recess, I, I was the girl that was playing with the guys, um, also was in my studies, but I love playing outside, being active. And so one of the guys that I uh, was really close with, mm -hmm. I had thought he was cute or whatever. And <laughs> he was like, hey, R, do you want to play basketball? I was like, I don't really want to play basketball, but I'm going to do it for him. And so <laughs> I did. <laughs> not liking it and it's so funny because like we never dated or anything I, I feel like I was stuck in the friend zone or whatever mm -hmm. but I'm glad that he asked me to play because I didn't know that I had that capability of being great at it um I played a ton of other sports like I was actually before that I was a competitive cheerleader and I think if he oh, wow. never would have asked me to play basketball mm -hmm. I think I would have did that like till college because I was really good at it um but I couldn't do both like I couldn't be competitive cheerleading and do basketball okay I would never imagine you to, to I know I know it's so funny like, looking at you and like and I know that's not right to be like all right <laughs> looking at you like I, I I was a cheerleader you know what I'm saying I uh -huh. did the whole cheerleading thing but looking at you never think you would say you was a competitive cheerleader I mean I didn't go yeah competitive I just did recreational but you know mm -hmm. I would never and at the time you say you was a 90s baby so I have to ask 
uh-huh. when you first started playing basketball, well, well, when this guy asked you to play basketball and you really liked it, who did you start looking at playing basketball or who did you want it to be like? Who did you admire? Who did you, once you were really started to be good at it, who would you say your game did you want to mimic your game to be like? And then when you started to play, who would you say your game started to mimic? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, During that time, I feel as though I was a really, well, I was, I was a really big Miami Heat fan. Okay. And I don't think I wanted to mimic Dwayne's, Dwayne Wade's game, but I just, I don't know if I, because I think around that time too, I can't remember, but like, you know, the 2K was kind of becoming more big. Mm-hmm. I just really admired him on the game, but also just as a person, mm-hmm. and just his resiliency through everything. And so that was, I was a big, huge fan okay. of um, Dwayne Wade, Miami Heat. And then I would say high school, college, that's when I kind of went towards Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook. And even okay. now, I, I really think my game and energy is mimicking Russell Westbrook essentially um because I just highly respect them a lot of people and it's it's kind of interesting now because everybody's trying to like join that wave again um and you know he went through a time you know last year and I think it's just and I can have a whole argument about this with somebody but (laughs) it's you the see team. what share I'm rocking today. Yeah, so the Lakers, so I'm, I'm rocking. Yeah. They have their own issues. But, like, I think I just highly respect how the energy side of Russell Westbrook. And he's going to bring that to you regardless of the night, whatever. Like, it's always going to have this great energy. And I always respected that. It's so good to see him smile again, playing basketball. So, since you like Russell Westbrook, describe... Mm-hmm. Your game in one word. Hmm. I would say, I don't want to say energized again, but like, that's the first thing that came to mind. Just okay. energy, like energy, period. That's it. Um, yeah, energy? Yeah. So you yeah. bring the energy to the court. Yeah. It's kind of remind me of like, you know, the energi- Energizer Bunny commercial. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I-, I would say that. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. All right. So when I got the email, you know, from Miss Helena, she, you know, sent me some some things about you and you were an honoree for the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame. Can you just speak to that a little bit? Yeah, Um. I was definitely very surprised to get that credential. I guess I, I didn't really think that would happen because during that time I was in junior college. Mm-hmm. Um, And that was an interesting thing, too, because the transition from going from high school to college in general is difficult. Like you really have to be on your game. You you have to be resilient. Um, and my first year, I was just kind of getting into things, you know, you have the upperclassmen, even, even in junior college, even though you plan to be there two years, um, it's a big transition. And so my first year, um, it was difficult, but I learned a lot. I really had to know the IQ of the game. Um, I feel like I averaged like eight, seven or eight points per game. Three point percentage was not that good. Um, I was more of a driver in high school. Again, Mm -hmm. still energetic, but I just wasn't drawn to shooting the three. And that was big to do um, when I got to college. Um, And then I knew 
after my freshman year, you know, I had this conversation with my coach and she was like, so what, what are your goals? Like, what do you want to do? Like, who are you basically? Mm -hmm. Um, and I really had to think about that. I didn't have an answer. Um, but I kept that in mind in the off season. And so when I came back for my sophomore year, I knew that I wanted to be better. I wanted to elevate. Um, and that's what I did. You know, I woke up every morning around 5am to get to the gym, getting extra shots, getting extra works. Um, and ended up doing very well, averaging a little over 20 points per game, um, being a team captain, helping us uh, get our conference championship, making the playoffs, things of that sort. And then I, I got the letter um, in the mail from uh, the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame saying that they, they needed my jersey. They were going to hang it up for a certain amount of time. And so I just felt I don't know. It was, it was, it felt kind of surreal, um, surprising, but also like, okay, this, this is what, you, this is what is meant to be because of the work that you put in. And so that's kind of how that went about. Okay. That you had mentioned something earlier that really, you know, stuck out to me only speaking to you for a little bit is when you spoke about watching film and studying the game of basketball, um, and can you just speak to how important that is constantly if you want to grow just not only your knowledge, but just your game in general? Yeah, it, it's so important. It's so essential. I learned that from um, my uh, coach at the Division One level, so University of North Florida. Okay. Um, when you're playing, you, you play good teams. You know, you're always going to play a good team. But when you play a great team, um, they may be bigger than you. They may... Um, be faster but when you know the game you know the film you have studied it you know the personnel um, that can elevate you individually but also the team in winning and okay. so that is something you don't only do when you're with the team you know watching the film um, kind of answering questions but what are you doing in your free time like are you looking back at the paperwork are you, you it's kind of like a test like you need to, to pass the test you got to constantly study it you have to watch film outside of just like yourself and also the team but like the WNBA the NBA um college I really you know everybody's kind of a fan of the March Madness but mm -hmm. you're watching it to like study and learn it not to just for entertainment and so right. you are a student of the game like you have a different lens on it and I think that is important so that when you play it just feels easy it feels like you you you're kind of born to do this at this point because you you've always studied it and learned it that way mm, okay that's I the way that you put about you know it being a test is I love how you did that analogy because you know I've never played basketball so I just always want to learn just to know just to have knowledge and just to you know so especially about when I hear a play, I'm like, I don't know who that is. So I want to dive in and see what they did and what's their game like and what did they do? What was so, why were they so important to the basketball world? So I just always want to learn everything and just to know, you know, just so when I'm talking about it, I know exactly what I'm talking about or just, just to know, just to have knowledge about basketball. But I did see that you have Ari or career excuse me consulting and what is that all about yeah um I literally just made a post about that um today because I over the Thanksgiving break I was like 
I well, really before that, I knew I wanted to get some more headshots. And so I hadn't taken headshots, I feel like, since I graduated uh, <laughs> with my master's. So yeah, 2021, mm -hmm. early 2021. Um, and with our career, so that stands for Authentic, Reliable, Innovative Career Consulting, LLC. Wow. Um, yeah. And in, in, in my second year of my grad program, because I was getting my master's in career counseling and I was learning so much stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I was doing tons and tons of services in terms of like resumes, cover letters, interviewing, um, counseling students, because I was at Florida State University doing this. So it was a large institution, over 30,000 students. And I was busy. Like when I tell you I was exhausted, like they put us to work as a career advisor, <laughs> they did. <laughs> and so during my second year, I was like, I'm doing so much of this work for this university. Why can't I do this for myself and for a community that is following me? Because I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. If I make a page, like an Instagram, right. and start this, you know, let's, let me see where it takes me. And so in December of 2020, I just made the page. I was actually talking to my brother and I was like, we, we were going back and forth. I was like, what should I name the page? What should I name the page? And then I did our career. And then I was like, okay, I want to use the acronym. Um, I don't want to have my name, but I want to use the acronym. And then I, I was literally just sitting there for hours, kind of just thinking of something that kind of encompassed me. And so did that. Um, I literally was only charging $5 for resumes. That's just the first service I could think of because I knew I, I had experience just doing that. Um, fast forward to now, I've helped over a hundred hundreds of people wow. um, in different capacities. So like undergraduate students, a couple high schoolers, my own brother to help him get a summer job, <laughs> um, military veterans, um, student athletes. So kind of anybody you can think of, not just like youth and young people, but also okay. older people that are trying to like either switch their career or start their career or do something um, that they haven't even thought of. And so it, it just, again, like I, I learned all this stuff from my career as being okay. a career advisor for universities, but I wanted to do use those tools, use that expertise to put it into my business. And so it's not only resumes, but I'm doing the cover letters, the personal statements. I've written uh, recommendation letters for people, um, proofread emails, because I feel like that's a big thing. Mm -hmm. um, mock interviews as well, but also like, how do you negotiate? Um, how do you approach an employer that you're thinking about? So kind of a, a wide range of knowledge and tools and things that you can kind of think of but in that company, it's only myself right now. I'm actually planning to hire a social media intern. Um, so I have to review a lot of applications coming up, but I, I definitely want to see it grow because um, it is a lot of work running a business and doing it by yourself. Um, but yeah, that's a little bit about it. Yeah, that is dope. Uh, congratulations on taking, you know, a leap into your own business and investing in yourself. It is one of the most amazing things out there. But I did want to ask you, how did you make the jump from being an athlete into this type of field? I'll be honest with you. It kind of just happened. Okay. Um, I, I. I know you probably always know, know like of the people that be like, I changed my major like 50 times, but that was kind of me <laughs> as a student athlete, because I, 
when right before I started um going into college, I I knew I wanted to be a nurse. Like literally, that's what I knew I wanted to do, right? And I didn't end up doing that. So, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna be a physical therapist. I'm gonna be a physical therapist. Took all these prerequisites right before I went to University of North Florida. Did my interview bomb, like bad, bad interview. Like I've never interviewed before. <laughs> and I knew, you know, those interviews you go in and you're like, I didn't get that job. I didn't get you that. Know, as soon as yeah. You know, as soon I, as you walk out the door, you already right. know. Mm-hmm. Already knew, because I took all the <laughs> curriculum, but I didn't think like, I need to prepare for actually talking to the person that's going to be interviewing for the program. So I ended up getting waitlisted for the physical therapy program at the University of North Florida. And then, of course, as an athlete, it's like, okay, what's your major going to be? Because you need to be eligible. So I just chose psychology, thought it would be easy. But that major actually put me to work. You know, I had to do research-based stuff, write a lot of papers. Um, And I got involved a little bit because I was on a time crunch. But I literally, like, after practice, would run to the research lab because I wanted to gain that experience. Um, And then... I thought I was going to be a psychiatrist or a clinical psychologist. So it it was those things too. Thought I was going to go to med school, you know. Um and then um and then I ended up applying for Florida State University's career counseling program in addition. Um and it was it was like a last minute thing. Like I was just like, okay, I really don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> I, I ended up getting like accepted to like some psychology program in mm-hmm. Kansas, but I was like, I'm not taking my behind to Kansas. I ain't going up there. Mm-hmm. And so I, so that's why I applied to the career counseling program at FSU, um, ended up really, really doing great in the interview. Um, I think because this interviewer was very personable mm-hmm. um, and I felt very comfortable. She liked athletes. Like, that's literally why I did so well. Because she was like, oh, I, you're an athlete? Oh, my God. And we just had this great conversation. And then that's that's what ended up happening. I've never heard of a career center in my life. Never heard of, like, career counseling, career services. And so my first year, that was the first time I've ever heard of it. I was kind of thrown into everything very quickly. Um, I was very insecure. I, I felt out of place. But it helped. It helped me a ton. Because, again, I don't think I would have, like, gained a lot of confidence in the career space okay. without doing that program. Okay. So if uh, athletes out there that doesn't know what they want to do and they're struggling from major to major, what would be the best advice you would give them? I would say just go with your instinct and choose something. Because if if you... I feel like, and even myself, even now, I have so many interests and it's a lot to ask an 18 year old or 19, I guess you could say 20, um, usually the traditional student to pick a major, you know, it's just so hard. I, even now you have like more, uh, on the rise, like the interdisciplinary majors. So you can kind of choose your path and coursework, but choose something know that that major doesn't define you. You may be an English major and you can go to med school. You may be a business major and be a writer, be an actress. Like the major doesn't define you. You can gain the skills from the courses. It's all about the experience that you have in college. It's all about just the growth, the the work-life balance, um, finding yourself. And then whatever career that you do end up doing, whether that be from your internship or you know, getting just your foot in the door with the entry level experience, 
know that you don't have to stay in that career forever. Like we're, we're past that generation of staying in a job for 40 years, being scared to go jo switch jobs. Mm -hmm. And they know, we know that our generation, like we don't like something, we will leave. It's okay. Like nobody cares no more, you know? And so um, just keep that in mind. Like you can continue to grow. And I'm always on the type, like career is a lifelong process. It doesn't stop um, at a certain age. It, 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 I even think about like Taraji P. Henson, like in her forties, that's kind of when she like started in a way. Um, I, that story when she moved to California didn't have anything, and mm -hmm. look at her now. Like, it's career is lifelong. It does not. It's not. It's not stagnant. It's kind of like a journey, and so you have to kind of have that mindset and remember that, and try not to compare yourself when you're thinking of your major and your career. And how would someone who's looking to get your services contact you? Yeah, honestly, I always tell people Instagram, literally search up our careers, the easiest thing to do because it has like, you know, the little link tree has my website on there. You can message me. I have my phone number in the, uh, in like the bio. It's just easier than the Google search, authentic, reliable, innovative. So it's just all <laughs> on that Instagram. <laughs> so it's just the easiest way, our career on Instagram. So guys, you heard her at Ari Careers if you want her services with resumes, if you need help trying to find, you know, your future job, if you want to have some basketball prep talk, anything, Ari is your girl. And thank you, Ari, for coming on Sports Talk with C. Yeah, thank you for having me. Hey guys, you know, I always have to come back and say thank you to everyone who listens, keeps up with your girl, but also to make sure you guys stay tuned for next week's interview, because you know I always say the word when I really, really like someone in their basketball game, spicy. So make sure you tune in next Sunday at one o'clock for a nice little spicy interview. See out. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports.